The Rebbe starts off the Sicha by bringing the Posseg ves Aaron ves Bon of Tifkoid, that you will appoint Aaron and his children, Veshomerus Kuhunasam, they will guard their Kuhuna, Vazora Korev Yumos, and any foreigner that gets close, Yumos will die. We put to death. Rashi brings the words Veshomerus Kuhunasam, he explains the words, what does it mean they will guard their Kuhuna? Rashi explains this as meaning Kabbalah's Domim, receiving the blood. Uzriko, sprinkling the blood. Vaktoro is burning the various different parts that need to be burnt on the Mizbeach. And then Rashi says, and the avoides that are given over to the Koyanim. That means that Rashi is explaining the word Kuhunosam, they need to guard the Kuhuna, Kuhunosam referring to the avoides, to the service of the Koyanim. So Vishamru as Kuhunosam would then mean, that they should guard it in the sense not to allow a foreigner to do one of these avoides. As the Posek says, as quoted before, Vazora Korev, any foreigner that gets close, Yumus will be put to death. The Ebenezer, on the other hand, explains Vishamru es Kuhunosam, that Koyanim need to be guarding their own Kuhuna, they need to guard themselves, their Kuhuna, that they shouldn't become possible for Kuhuna, for example, through becoming Tomei, etc., so the question is, where is Rashi getting this from to translate the word kuhunasam, guarding their kuhuna, not in the literal sense, as the Evan Ezra explains, to guard the kuhuna itself, meaning to make sure they remain proper koyanim and not becoming possible. Instead, Rashi is explaining they should guard the avoidos that are given over to the koyanim to make sure that nobody else does this avoid. We cannot say, says the Rebbe, that what's forcing Rashi to say this is the ending of the Pasuk, those words, Vahazora, Korev, Yumas, that any foreigner that gets close will be put to death, which is clearly speaking about a foreigner that does the avoid of the Koyen, which might tell us at the beginning of the Pasuk also must be speaking about the avoidus of the Koyenim, and this is what you need to guard, the avoid of the Koyenim. Because if that would be forcing Rashi to say this, Rashi in his Dibur Maschil should have quoted these words of the end of the Posak as well, Vazara Karivumas, or at the very least, hint to them through the word Vagoimer. What is actually the reason why those words Vazara Karivumas do not force us to say that the beginning of the Posak is also speaking about the same idea, making sure that no one else does the Avoida? Because it's possible to say that Vazara Karev Yumas is not a continuation to Vishamru Eskunasam. It is possible to say that there's two things the Pasuk is telling us. Guard your Kuhuna, as the Evan Ezra would have learned. And possibly the next thing is another point. Vazara Karev, make sure that nobody gets close. So we still need to understand where is Rashi getting from that it is actually one and the same thing and kohunasam had means that you should guard the avoidus of the kohuna. We also need to understand why is it that Rashi brings in his Dibra Maschal the words Vishamru S. Why doesn't he just bring the word that he's explaining kohunasam? Rashi's explaining it means their avoida. Learning this Pirush and Rashi at first glance what seems to be is that when Rashi says the examples, Kabbalah's Domim, receiving the blood, sprinkling, Haktara burning the fats on the Mizbeach, these are examples, seemingly, of what Rashi says further, he says, and the avoiders that are given to the Koyanim. But the Rebbe says we can't actually say that. 
Because if we would say that, we have a couple of problems. Number one, the arichus of the wording in Rashi. Why does Rashi even need any examples? Rashi could just say briefly, the avoidos that are given over to the koyanim. We know which kind of avoidos are the koyanim's avoida. Number two, if we want to negate the avoidos that are before receiving the blood, because those avoidos, as we know, could be done by a non koyan for example, shechting. So all Rashi needed to say was, starting from the receiving of the blood onwards, which are the avoides, Hamasuris Lakoyanim. Rashi could have concluded with those words, these are the avoides that are given to the Koyanim, and that's what you need to guard. Another point, says the Rebbe, if Rashi does need to give examples, why does he give three examples? Another thing the Rebbe is bothered by is the order in Rashi. First, Rashi gives us examples, and then he says, and the avoides that are given over to the Koyanim. Seemingly, it should have been the other way around. First, you say, the avoides that the Koyanim do, which is the general idea, and then you start giving examples, and you would say, for example, Kabbalah's Domim, receiving the blood, and so on. A final point that Rebbe says, and a main point, since these things, Kabbalah, receiving the blood, sprinkling, sprinkling the blood, and burning the different parts on the Mizbeach, are, as we said, avoides Mesuris Lakoyanim, are avoiders that are given over to the Koyanim. So what should have Rashi said? Rather than saying, which makes it sound like it's something else, Rashi should have said, and the rest of the avoiders that are given over to the Koyanim. From all of this, says the Rebbe, it's understood that Rashi is actually telling us that there's two things. The Nasam is including two categories. There is the first three things that Rashi says, Kabbalah's Domim, Zriko and Aktara. These are avoidos, which are not part of the next group of Mesurois Lakoyanim, as the Rebbe is going to explain later in the Sicha. And then there is another group of avoidos that are given over to the Koyanim. So we need to understand, says the Rebbe, it seems surprising. Rashi himself told us already in the beginning of Parshas Vayikra, that from Kabbalah onwards, from the receiving of the blood, is clearly the mitzvah kuhuna, it's the mitzvah for the Koyanim, so how could we now seemingly differentiate and say that there's Kabbalah's Domim, Zurika and Aktoro as a separate entity, not part of the avoiders that are given over to the Koyanim? The second point that Rebbe asks is, if we should even find some sort of explanation, why Kabbalah's Domim, receiving the blood and these other avoiders that Rashi mentions individually, are not avoiders of Masuris Lakoyanim, are not part of the avoider that's given over to a Koyan, if that's the case, then we need to understand where is Rashi taking a proof? Where is Rashi getting it from? That when it says Vishamru Eskihunasam, which is clearly speaking about the Avoid of Koyanim, so then where is Rashi getting that it would also include these other Avoidas that are not Masuris Lakoyanim, that are not given over to the Koyanim? To explain all of this, says the Rebbe. What's getting Rashi to say that Vishamru Eskihunasam does not mean guarding the actual Kohuna, like the Eben Ezra explains, rather it means the avoiders that are given over to the Koyanim, is from the words of the Posik itself. The Posik is clearly coming to give over a new task, a new appointment for Aaron and his children. As Rashi says on the word Tifkoid, Rashi explains it's Lashon Pkidis, Lashon of an appointment. It's a Lashon of a new job being given. If Vishamru Eskuhunasam in our Posik would mean that Koyanim need to guard themselves not to become possible, in their kahuna shouldn't become messed up through tumor and other sorts of psalm. 
So then this isn't a new job, this isn't a new appointment. This is something that they were clearly commanded already earlier in Parsha Samoyer of how a Koya needs to watch himself. This is what's causing Rashi to learn that this new appointment, this new job consists of the fact that they need to watch that a czar, that a foreigner should not come and do these avoiders that were given over for Koyanim. In other words, that Veshamru, in the beginning of the Pasuk, that they need to watch, their Kuluna is connected to the Vahazara Karev Yumos, it is part of that same appointment. Now we'll also understand why Rashi is quoting the words Veshamru Eskunas, from those first two words which is clearly indicating that there's a command for a new appointment, that they're going to be guarding something, they're going to be watching, this is their new job. Because the way how Rashi knows that we're speaking about, that the kahuna is referring to guarding their avoida, is because, as we just said, they're being commanded now and appointed for a new job, as opposed to just saying they should watch their kahuna in the sense of not becoming possible, that wouldn't have been a new job. Now Rashi, says the Rebbe, is mainly coming over here to deal with another problem, another question that you could ask in the Pesach. In the Both in the previous Pesukim and in the further Pesukim, in other words, all the Pesukim around this particular Pesach, are actually speaking about the Levim, the Avoid of the Levim, the Count of the Levim, and so on. So the question is, how is it that suddenly, in middle of all of this, we suddenly have the appointment of Aaron and his children, who are the Koyanim, with, uh, with the Shamru as Kuhunasim, they should guard their Kuhuna. Seemingly, this appointment for this job that they need to do should have been e earlier in the Torah, where the Torah is giving over about the Koyanim, Elish Mois Bnei Aaron, a Koyanim, they were anointed to do their jobs for Kuhuna, or in other places. How does it fit in right over here in the middle of speaking about the Levim? This is what's bothering Rashi. And from this we understand that from what we have learned earlier about the avoid of the Levim, when we look what the Torah says about the Levim, it actually may have caused us to think that someone that's not a Koyin should be allowed to do certain avoidance in the Mishkan and the Mikdash. And this is why Torah, while it's speaking about the Levim and describing what Levim do, needs to immediately warn us and say, no, only Aaron and his children are going to do this and they need to be warned to make sure nobody else does this. Vazara Karev and any foreigner that gets close, Yumos. What is this all about? Says that every explanation is as follows. The Pasuk earlier said, in these Psukim, that Levim need to guard Mishmeres B'nei Yisroel. What does it mean, Mishmeres B'nei Yisroel? So Rashi explains that really all of the Yidin needed to be involved in the things in the Beis HaMikdash, doing the various different jobs in the Beis HaMikdash, but the Levim are coming instead of them, Bishlichusam on their behalf, they're agents of the Yidin. That is the meaning, Mishmeres Bnei Yisrael, that the Levim are really working on behalf of Bnei Yisrael. Since the Levim are Shluchim of the Yidin for the needs of the Mikdash, so perhaps we could have said that those Avoidos, which we do find in some areas of Torah, that even Yisraelim were able to do and did do, as we'll soon discuss. So such avoidance, perhaps, we might say, the Levim should be allowed to do, maybe even they have to do. In other words, after the Akamas HaMishkan, these are the things that even Levim do, instead of and on behalf of the Yisraelim. 
And this is what Rashi means when he says, V'shamru eskulunasam, he brings three specific things. These are not examples of what says later about the things that are given over to the Koyanim. Rashi says, Kabbalah's domim, Zurika and Aktora. It is specifically regarding these three avoides that we find that all Yidin, meaning Yisraelim, have done them already before. Again, as we'll see a little bit later in the Sikha. And therefore we could have thought that now the Levim could do them instead of the Yisraelim. And that's why when we're speaking about the job of the Levim, speaking about the fact that the Levim work on behalf of the Yisraelim, we must immediately warn that the Koyim need to make sure that the Levim are not stepping out of place and doing the Avoida that a Koyim specifically needs to do. Now, Rashi doesn't stop there. He doesn't suffice only with those three things. He does add the second category. So to all the Avoidas that are given to the Koyanim, meaning Avoidas that are specifically right from the outset given to Koyanim, Avoidas with them, we never even thought that anybody else could do them. Not a Levi, not a foreigner that is able to do them. Why does Rashi need to add that? Says the Rebbe, since this is the place where we're speaking about the Shamru Eskunas and what the Koyan need a guard in regards to the first three things, which is Kabbalah's Domim, Zrika, and Akhtara, where we could have thought that maybe a lady should be allowed to do it. So therefore, since we're warning about that, we understand that when it says the Shamru this is also going to include all the Avoidois, even the Avoidois that are directly given to Koyanim. So they certainly have to be guarded that nobody else should do them other than Koyanim. So now the Rebbe comes back to what we were discussing. Where do we find that the Bnei Yisrael have actually done those three avoidos? And that's why we may have thought that now too, the Levim could technically do these avoidos for the Bnei Yisrael. That means it belongs to the Bnei Yisrael. And the Levim could possibly do them on their behalf. And that's why we need to be warned. No, only Koyinim are going to do it. Says the Rebbe, we have this in Pshut Mikra. It's simple Psukim in, the, in Chumash. In Parsha's boy. We have the carbon Pesach that was brought in Mitzrayim. The Yidin are told. Moshe is told about the Yidin. V'lakchum and Adam, they're going to take from the blood and put it on the two doorposts. V'achlu es habosar, they'll eat the meats, liyesh roasted in fire, al-krov, al-kirboy, the whole animal together, etc. What do we see from here? There's three things that the Yidin themselves needed to do. V'lakchum and Adam, they're taking the blood, which as Rashi explains, this is the concept of Kabbalah, of receiving the blood, like was done later in the Beis HaMikdash. V'nosnu, then we have the second part where this one is similar to the fact that they're going to take the blood and put it on the doorpost, etc. This is going to be similar to the concept of zrika, of sprinkling the blood on the mizbeach. And finally, we have roasting on the fire, which is like the idea of the haktara, the things that are burnt on the mizbeach. Says the Rebbe, this is why one could have thought that when future generations were marked of the carbon Pesach, which in many ways is similar to the Pesach Mitzrayim, we learn many halachos regarding the Pesach Doris from Pesach Mitzrayim, as Rashi himself brings in Parsha's boy. So we could have said that these kind of avoidos do belong and have a connection to the Yidin themselves, that means even the Yisraelim, and therefore Levim could do them and should do them, Bishlichusam on their behalf, like we were just discussing in these Psukim, that that's what Levim are all about. Doing avoidance on behalf of the Eden. That's why immediately the Pasuk has to say, Vishamru Eskunosum. The Koyanim to make sure to guard those avoidance of Kabbalah's Dummim and Zrika and Aktara, as said before. 
Now, the Rebbe says, there, you cannot ask, how is it even possible to think that these avoiders should be able to be done through the Leviim? If we already said that Rashi says, that from receiving the blood onwards clearly belongs to the Koyanim. Says the Rebbe, because that posik, where we learn out this idea that receiving the blood, it belongs to the Koyanim, that's said by a carbon oiler. And similarly by other carbonates that say in the beginning of Parshas Vayikra. However, we don't find in a Pesach that the Avoidus, for example, of the Pesach Doirus, and so too the, the Avoid of a carbon which is Meiser, Meiser Behema. We don't find that those things need to be done through Koyanim. So therefore we could have still thought that certain carbonates, Levium could do them. And that's why the Pesach has to say the Koyanim have to make sure that that doesn't happen. The Rebbe concludes with Ohira in Avoidus Hashem. If there is this sort of difference between different categories within Yidin themselves, which generally all Yidin are Vatam Koyanim so holy and so great and so on. And we say that even Avoidois that generally are Yisrael is Shaykh too. It is part of their needs. And nevertheless, we say there is no way that they themselves or the Levim could go and do it for them. Vazara Kariv Yumasan only belongs to the Koyan. And furthermore, not only isn't it going to add Kedusha to the one who tries to do it if it's not his avoider, but just the opposite is going to bring to the lack of his existence, meaning it's going to negate his existence. As we said, that a foreigner that gets close, you must, will be put to death. How much more so when we speak about the separation between Yisroel or Amin between Yidin and Goyim. That Chas V'Shalim, if we want to try to mix in through a concept of Giyur, conversion, which is not according to Halacha, we're taking someone that's truly a foreigner and we, someone that's from amongst the nations and we want to mix them into Am Yisrael with a calculation and saying, yes, possibly it's going to cause some damage or big sakana for the Yidin. But at least we're doing this person, this non-Jew a favor. So the Rebbe says the truth is it's not like that. It's not even a favor for him. There's tremendous damage being done. It's a matter that becomes a big stumbling block for everyone. And in fact, even the opposite again of his true life and existence. It's only when we don't touch that which Hashem, the Noisen had created, which is that separation between Yisrael Amim. It's the only way that we can get the true Shalom and good in the world for every single person in the whole world.